listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. One, two, three into the foe. Snoop Doggy Dogg and Dr. Dre is at their dough. Ready to make an entrance, so back on up. Because you know we about to rip shit up. Give me the microphone first so I can burst like a bubble. Compton and Long Beach together. Now you know you in trouble because ain't nothing but a G thing. Baby. Baby. Two loped out niggas so we crazy. crazy. Death Row is the label that pays me. Unfadeable, so please don't try to fade me. But uh, back to the lecture at hand. Perfection is perfection, so I'ma let them understand from a young G's perspective. And before me to got a bitch, I have to climb the contraceptive. You never know she could be burning earning a man, man and learning a man, and, and at the same time burning a man. man. Now you know ain't sh- shit, <laughs> Lieutenant. You know I ain't with that shit, Lieutenant. Ain't no pussy good enough to get burnt while I'm up in it. Yeah. Hey, welcome to the Black Guy Who podcast. Your host Rod and Karen, and we're live on uh, Saturday. That's right. Um, and we're ready to do some podcasting, guys. Yes, yes. Um, even though I think my headphones are still acting stupid, so okay. I, I have no idea what's going on now. Okay. All right, it was whack, acting all right for a second, and then oh back God. to stupid. All right, anyway, I'm about to say you can swap it to the other side. I'll try to tough it out. I'll try to tough it out, okay, Karen, for the culture and for okay. the black people. I'm trying to help you. I'm like listening. Swap it to the other side for a second all right uh you can find us on itunes stitcher podomatic search the blackout test leave us five star reviews we're gonna read those five star reviews today on our feedback show as long as they're nice the official weapon of the show is the taser and the unofficial sport it's bullet ball and bullet ball extreme and uh like i said this is a feedback show so we're gonna read your comments on our website theblackguywhotips.com mm-hmm. each episode we post there's a little section where you can add comments boom it's easy see you leave a comment we read it we got polls on each episode vote in the polls you can leave comments there as well you can leave us five star reviews on itunes and stitcher we got some on itunes none on stitcher um and you can also leave reviews for our other podcast the blackout tips for movie reviews which is also on itunes now uh but it's it's way behind it's like just the first 60 episodes so far uh we'll catch it up as we drop more each month um you can also um do stuff like email us the at gmail.com got a couple of those and you can leave us voicemails as long as they're two minutes or less at 704-557-0186 that's 704-557-0186 no voicemails this week um all right let's get right into it and talk about the people who gave us money i dedicate this song to recession depression and unemployment this song is for you today's a new day new day new money uh ashia b thank you very much for your recurring donation same to you lisa d jane m thank you so much mm-hmm. cynthia d thank you very much cynthia we appreciate you donating to the show kelly c thank you very much for kelly we appreciate you as well uh charlotte Wong esquire please say the esquire she earned that shit yes jeff, jeff f with a brand new recurring donation thank you very much jeff hey baby alfonso m thank you alfonso design t thank you so much design uh we got our brand new one from palmetto um stone magic thank you very much for your recurring donation welcome to the fold that sound either like a a, a flower pot place or a place that got some banging food one of the two my brother hooked me up my little brother rodney thank you so much celeste m thank you so much 
autumn w we appreciate you mm-hmm. damian jackson who i, I am for real. real thank you very much joy m we appreciate you joy kyle k thank you so much kyle bambi h thank you bambi yes Asha y aisha y thank you very much aisha uh donna donna n thank you very much donna kevin w we appreciate you kevin pamela ab thank you pamela yes jason f thank you so much our girl falcons diva thank you we got this from cavis with a long note but then she wrote an email later so i'll just read the email when we get to that because i know it's, it's real long but thank you for the new recurring donation cables mm-hmm. um we got felicity f thank you felicity Derek l thank you very much Derek or Derek w i believe harold w no relation thank you noel w thank you a lot of w's coming through and that's everybody play me out kurt while i uh try to switch these headphones so much better when you smile smile for me can you just smile for me whatever you're in right now smile for me can you just smile for me and the people say, oh, oh, oh. You look so much better when you, oh, oh, You look so much better when you, oh, oh, oh. You look so much better when you, oh, oh, oh. You look so much better when you, oh, oh, oh. You look so much better when you, oh, oh, oh. You look so much better when you, oh, oh, oh. You look so much better when you, oh, oh, oh. All right, um, let's get into our five-star reviews. Mm-hmm. All right, like I said, let's get into our five-star reviews um, on iTunes. Uh, we got a few. We got a few. Um, Yay! I work at a mental health clinic. This is Kenny Jacks, five stars. He says, in reference to yay being quote-unquote crazy, our psychiatrist tells our patients that mental illness is no excuse for bad behavior and to curve that the behavior that will cause others distress because the way you make people feel lasts and some people won't forgive you because you're quote-unquote crazy kenny jacks from that you touch ass yeah i understand man I, I i don't think i feel like there's this weird thing where um i feel like and maybe i'm being paranoid but i feel like people think i'm caping for kanye or something Mm-mm. and i'm not what i'm saying is i don't i don't know that his behavior and his mania and his like bipolar disorder and going on and off meds and all this shit i don't know that we should be taking everything he says and letting it move the pulse of the conversation and i think a lot of the reason that he goes viral in a way that other people don't is because what he's saying is so stupid sometimes and so ridiculous that to all of us we're just we want to dunk on him you know it's like he just it's like he's a he's in a dunking booth at a 
at a carnival and he's in the one where you throw a baseball and it knocks the dude in the water and we all can throw the baseball and knock him in the water like there's no one he's smarter than um and i think if we examine ourselves we would find that the reason we cannot stop talking and obsessing over this dude is in large part because he hurt a lot of people with his commentary um after being a person that a lot of folks felt was at least racially aware uh racially aware if not more so a lot of people thought he was on some like almost activist level shit which obviously looking back now is pretty laughable and he never said he was right 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 but it's pretty but you know you, i saw people mm-hmm. try to attribute like like he was some type of black thought leader or something because he was racially aware but um you know and i think maybe because i haven't ever held him in too high of esteem Mm-mm. i'm not as hurt as other people so and and i'm, I'm not trying to be mean but i i just I, every time he has one of these like things that he does i'm always like kind of par for the course but also sad to watch and uh i'm not interested in really being angry at him i understand that makes a lot of us feel better and i'm not telling anyone they can't be angry at him that's your decision i'm not really interested in being angry at him uh i'm just trying to be transparent and honest and say it makes me sad and i don't think uh i think there's a lot of sadness behind the anger that people are expressing maybe i'm totally reading it maybe i'm totally reading it wrong Mm -mm. but i feel like it is a lot of the people i see upset were his you know some of his best fans some people that thought he was a genius that uh overlooked a lot of his flaws and shortcomings because he was making good music or because um you know he was he was airing on the side of what they felt was more pro-black and now they don't have that experience anymore so um i think i'm not saying i think people are hearing something that they they want me to be saying and i'm not saying i'm not saying you can be um have mental illness and then anything you do no one can react to it no one can be upset by it that's not what i'm saying um and i and i hope people aren't taking that away from what i'm saying in order to be like i said because to be upset because i feel like a large part of this is just about ending up at the same place or you're upset about what kanye did I, i i i mean he went to the white house this week and was hugging trump and shit and i heard he went on like a 15 minute rant i didn't watch any of that Mm-mm, don't care to it makes me sad when i see kanye acting like that i don't i don't i can't you know i'm not trying like even when i saw the the tmz clip you know um it made me sad it did it made me feel like he's not in his right mind um i can't tell what's mania and just him being an asshole or not i can't tell i'm not a professional or whatever Same. but also um i guess the part that sickens me is just how everybody's feeding off of it like they know he's quote-unquote unhinged and they don't give a fuck because right. he's gonna get them attention like candace, candace owens and the republicans don't like kanye they don't they literally did not fuck with him two years ago they thought he was a terrible person and the desperation of that side to have black faces that say racist white cover stuff is so palpable that i could be famous as a black republican tomorrow even after everything i've ever said all the stuff i've ever 
like i could just wake up tomorrow and say i'm only going to say republican talking points it would take a while but eventually white people would be like this is one this guy gets it all i had to do is be like i i mean trump said this when he was back in the days like if i ran i ran as a republican because they stupid and so to see those people kind of surround him i don't i can't possibly think any of them have his best interest in mind um i don't know the dynamic of him and his family but i've already seen like people talk about there's a clip of kim kardashian saying that uh he he was scaring her and her kids or some shit so you know i i don't know it's like rats from a sinking ship or some shit and if this if this is who kanye is gonna be for a while or forever for the rest of his life then um i'm just prepared to just be like well this you know this is the new kanye i just don't really fuck with his politics you know but uh but yeah i I don't want people to think that i'm saying like mental illness is quote unquote uh anytime somebody does some shit that's bad like oh that's just mental illness he might believe all these things and be medicated up and everything and on his regimen and still believe this shit i don't know correct i just don't feel the need to like dunk on him because it's so easy and it's also just not gonna change or help anything but maybe uh i don't know maybe some people need to do that you know i'm just it's just i don't want to participate and i don't want to join the mob on this one and and that's okay you know it's not like i'm telling anybody they can't be mad or they can't say anything i i just don't want to join in and i think that should be okay i think i was just thinking the other day this week too much my life has been really really good this year and i don't mean that just like financially or i just mean i've been in a much healthier happy mentally like aware place um and a large part of that was sort of changing the energy within myself and changing the energy of the people that i associate with and a lot of that took care of itself it wasn't like i set out this year and was like i'm gonna get rid of people out of my life people just fell off on the wayside because when you don't want to join them in their like bitterness and their pettiness and their anger and their like these the, the rage and the mob like we gonna we gonna gang up we gonna drag people and shit it was never really my thing anyway but when 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 you're just openly about like i'm not really down with that um then those relationships start to break down and leave you alone and and the stress of those relationships leaves and watching people complete like perform every day and be on every day and today we're mad at the rock and tomorrow we're supposed to be mad at the timothy ann and this day we're mad at kanye and this way i get it some people that's how they navigate the earth but i'm not really of that like i try to stay away from that because because anger makes me feel strong and then i regret the things that i've said and done after i've been mad like that so um all that to say like i feel like this kanye shit is kind of like that i felt like the lauren hill shit was like that to be frank a lot of people were more mad at lauren hill than they than they deserved to be i'm not saying you couldn't have been like man that was unprofessional but at some point it turned into like she was like walking up and slamming people's babies on the ground it's like y'all are this is just the thing to talk about today y'all don't have um like this is more of uh, um the social part of social media it's the it's the comment of the day it's the topic of the hour we all must say something and each person wants to be a little more hyperbolic than the next each person wants to get the attention more attention than the next person 
people need to retweet people need to you know all that stuff and i think um some of the ways where kanye does stuff and some of the ways that people talk about it is a direct result of we all are talking about the same thing and we all have to talk about it you know lost in the crossfire like like when we talk about sexual assault you know somebody whether they've told you or not that's dealing with mental health issues and a lot of their biggest fears is that some something they do in a manic state will be something that haunts them for the rest of their life now i'm not saying like i said this is not an excuse for it but it's just there's some empathy that i want to have for talking about these topics in a way that's real because i don't want to be saying something to be hyperbolic so that y'all will high five me and i'll get all the like oh you really said that shit about kanye and then people and then the people that are in my life that are like so is this what you think about me like if i were to ever be going through some shit you would just be like fuck them you know because i've seen people say stuff like i disagree with bipolar disorder you can't disagree with a fucking medical condition right you know i've seen some of the things people have said and you know in their in their vigilance to like want to knock down his 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 bullshit which i don't blame them for wanting to knock it down they've also like gone to the point where it's like well now you're just telling the people around you that all that bullshit you say about check on your strong friends and you don't mean it mania and depression and all that y'all don't mean any of it Mm-mm. you know and so the i've been and i've been really avoiding trying to even tell people that shit because that's actually where i do get angry because i'm like y'all are so full of shit everyone's so full of shit with the whole mental health talk and shit like motherfuckers be talking about check on your strong friends and bullying somebody else in their next fucking thing like um i don't know it's sickening so yeah the whole thing makes me sad none of it makes me happy none of it brings me joy if i end up seeing this rant it'll probably be via the daily show or something because i can only really take trump news via the lens of comedy um so anyway but thank you kenny um Mm -hmm. i know that's a whole long ass tangent you probably didn't want to hear me get on but you know i i get it i'm not this is not an excuse for him it's just like i said i i get what y'all are saying i'm just not required to be mad about it and Mm -mm. and nobody else is you know and i think there's more people like me than than y'all know because they're not as vocal but they're out there we're the ones that aren't really like hopping on it or harping Mm -hmm. on it you know um so anyway i love y'all for real tag ta gilbert says my favorite thing about this podcast raw thoughtful insight queen karen's puns i love your banter it gets me through the day keep the podcast coming sending so much love and success your way food nerd thank you food nerd thank you uh the challenge hashtag the challenge by poncho the chosen one says this is an informative and eye-opening podcast but enough of that everyone already knows this i want everyone to start listening to this podcast while getting their salad toss or tossing a salad i call no! it i call it the black guy who tips salad toss challenge i've currently implemented in my this in my daily routine and we usually don't stop until sore ratchetness so you know we about this life i want to i want think pretty smart leonard brothers joe spacely gourmet goober and eve to bury their face in some cheeks tonight and if you do the ice bucket shiggy or zoom challenge you can do this post your videos to instagram and twitter 
well you guys heard the uh challenge i i expect you guys to get to posting i don't know i guess uh instagram doesn't have a problem with butts uh i don't know i, I follow a lot of butt accounts i guess I as long follow as, a lot of butt accounts too as long as there's no nipples in your salad toss challenge i guess you should be fine so yeah, butts and cheeks all right just tag us to it tbgwt and uh we'll, we'll we'll take a peek we'll know you guys are out there getting your salad tossing on uh the views and opinion of Pacho the Chosen One do not represent the black relatives. Uh, five stars says not a bot 82. Okay. <laughs> I've been a fan since Rod was appearing on the Evening Jones. I'm thankful for a show that embraces blackness and provides some relief. Uh, hold on. Yes. Not a bot 82. That means there's 81 other not a bots. Uh huh. <laughs> Maybe that's the year not a bot. about that, right? Maybe that's the year not a bot was born. Yeah, you want to confirm? I am not a bot. I was born in 1982. <laughs> I'm thankful for a show that embraces blackness and provides some relief from the craziness of the world today. Thank you, Ryder Karen. Thank you. Thank you. Um, and that's it for um, people that left a review um, for uh, for the Blackout Tips podcast. I'll check the spoiled review as well. Yay! Um, Y'all can leave reviews on there. Even if you're not premium, you get to hear our our um, views on stuff that you may have watched a while ago. Want to go back and watch? Leave us a review over there too. Yeah, I mean, if you just like listening to us talk and don't mind hearing us review movies, um, there's a ton of them that that are out there already. And I mean, it's because we started premium like a couple, maybe four years ago. Mm-hmm. The reviews for, are for movies that you know are still around and not that old. I think the first right. one we ever did was Iron Man three. Mm-hmm um but uh like we got some good ones in there dope uh spy i love dope. um inside out we reviewed that mad max fury road um ex machina you know oh, that's another good one big hero six which i think is a movie that made me cry you know ah i'm ready for the second part of that to come out yeah when is that coming out i don't know but i'm ready uh but yeah we got a couple more reviews uh oh i love this show by ktbgwt five stars all around can't say enough about these two love this show so much you would have thought i was the host of the show <laughs> okay karen <laughs> um every view counts it does i need to leave a review for myself then every view counts my dog watch the movie then come here to find out how it was five stars academic says rod and karen give their unique insights a special brand of humor in the movies and you'll be glad you listen thank you mm-hmm. nobody told me i couldn't leave myself a review and best reviews five stars by metaphor i see who says i absolutely love listening to ride and can review any and everything a plus plus 500 stars thank you oh, thank you yeah so keep in mind it's spoiled movie review so we do spoil the movie and it is for people who've seen the movie don't ever plan on seeing the movie or don't care about spoilers because like within the first few minute or two you uh, you're gonna get a spoiler yeah so um all right let's get into the other stuff uh the website we have some some uh comments and all that stuff on different episodes and we had the polls um we had a feedback shows called um we have the best fans because we do we we really really do we talk yeah. about y'all a lot we really do uh no comments and, and stuff on uh nothing on the poll but the poll was do you like that booed up song because a lot of people have been saying they don't like that booed up song but that song is still on the charts banging i feel like it's the same people that tell me that black people don't go to aren't supposed to go to brunch or they're going to be coons so i feel like that's not the real rep representative graphic 
uh uh statistic of of the actual numbers of black people and i feel like i'm vindicated because 58 percent of y'all said yes which sounds about right because the shit is still on the charts and like number one hit the record and 24 percent says no i never listened to it that makes sense but once you listen to it you'll you'll understand mm-hmm. boot up no but i can't stop listening to it 17 percent of y'all say you don't like that song but you you can't you can't stop listening i've been making up my own words all i know is it's boot up uh we had episode 1764 karen goes through the change <laughs> we found out that Karen it was warming here this morning because mm, I, I turned the AC off ah uh, that makes sense because I kept saying it's hot in here when did you start okay alright well I'll, I'll leave it on next time I thought you would be cold because I know you like sometimes you say you cold oh I am I am but when I was sleeping and I uh, woke up I just got real warm I kept saying oh it's so warm in here yeah I turned it off before I left um, oh thank you because sometimes like I said sometimes I'm cold I don't mind being a little warm okay alright i'm just trying to make it comfortable for whatever you want thank you all right <clears throat> so the um poll was no comments on this episode by the way um but the comments were uh we had two comments on the poll and the poll was do you think karen is going through the change now so uh karen what do you think because you were kind of <laughs> sound like you was trying to say you were. i will in dm myself to death i don't think i i don't think i am uh i think that uh eventually i will uh don't know when well the question isn't when uh, and what do you think eventually just i'm saying right now no all right well the poll agrees with you 90 percent of people say no the ac just wasn't on that night and 11 percent say yes it started early and those people are the devil <laughs> <laughs> don't try to do that what's wrong with people it's I like know, it's like I the people that go. when i took a picture of the snake in the house and i was like i don't know i sprayed it and it ran off and left like ran outside or something i don't know where the fuck it went but it disappeared and people was like oh, you know that snake gonna come back oh it's probably got a mama snake living in your boots and like what the fuck is wrong with y'all what is wrong with you like, what kind of asshole are you you know i have to live here why are you trying to make me fucking paranoid you know that's not what happened <laughs> you sure it wasn't a cobra like it was, no it's not a three inch cobra get the fuck out of my house she ain't grow no legs trying to rob you can't tell people shit <laughs> uh brooklyn shoebay says i'm 46 in the last five or six years i get hot flashes and night sweats when i have pms although i'm getting my period regularly it's a hormonal change gearing up for menopause it's called premenopause uh, a perimenopause okay if the woman in in your family are earlier to menopause karen might be on the cusp of starting uh, yeah i know some of my family members are laquetta says i voted no because karen's fairly young but from what i understand it can be a gradual process or depending on genetics and family history i'm voting we're too young wait did i say we <laughs> <laughs> I, I i don't mind y'all's theories it's just the fact that coupled with the that i did leave the ac off that time i think we are kind of skipping over the major major part of the storyline i'm not i'm not saying y'all are necessarily wrong but <laughs> like i did i skipped over everything i understood but i was like nope i'm web md myself to death like if this was a if this was an investigation then i, I would be doing y'all walk right past the murder weapon <laughs> and was like maybe Guilty i know they got bullets inside of them and it's a hot steaming gun right here 
but maybe we're looking at this the wrong way like yep. no <laughs> no it's not the evidence y'all <laughs> uh all right we had episode 1765 welcome back to the cookout tay tay which i'm sure lost us many listeners from the title and <laughs> my jokes but you know what guys that's another thing benefit of 40 i don't give a fuck you can't take these jokes get the fuck out of my lawn okay bust <laughs> out my grass this shit is not that serious god damn boy uh kyle says karen i normally agree with most of what you say but snoop dogg is only a few years older than me he's not older and about to die anyway uh, that was kyle then somebody named the other cow which has a different ip address so i'm inclined to believe them first of all karen is right that other cow is old <laughs> it's the cow on cow fight what's happening right this cow on cow violence in our chat is just in our comments it's not it's just scaring me <laughs> as for kanye i read somewhere that he has bipolar disorder yeah he does i know he has a mental illness for sure and that but and that he doesn't take his meds he does talk about that I, he said recently he said he was back on him i i don't i don't know you mm-hmm. know i don't know he said he was back on him though of course none of the that excuses his actions or the people who co-signed him like Nicki minaj these yes men or women don't care about the trump shit or his health just kanye's remaining clout i do wonder about that because i feel like if all of us who don't know that dude can be like man this is a bad idea um then i wonder about the people who are in the industry who are like egging him on like this is a great idea you know like do they really care about him or is he just somebody to talk about you know and of course we can never know i saw azalea banks was saying it's a good idea he met with trump and uh you know we know azalea got some erratic ass behavior herself so who knows who fucking knows man um i i I personally am just at a point where i can't believe that working with trump is going to help any black person um for real but it's not for me to say what other people can believe you know van jones is one of those people that goes up there and tries to work with the trump white house on prison reform and shit like that and i i don't know i don't know i get like i like i told my brother if kanye got something out of this and there was some sort of concession given to help with prison reform or something um i wouldn't then turn around and be like fuck him i don't i don't do that i don't believe in all that so if something positive does come from this um then i'm then then i'm willing to to concede that they knew a better way than me it kind of reminds me of uh when serena williams went back to um the tennis tournament where they were racist towards her mm-hmm. and when lebron james went back to the Cavs, and i said i personally wouldn't have been able to do that and i don't understand the logic and the mentality behind being able to do that but in both cases it worked out and they're good for them you know what i mean like i it's just i because i can't imagine this stuff working on trump it doesn't mean that it doesn't work on him you know must say indian wells indian wells yeah that's where serena went back to but you know him hugging trump and talking about meeting him with love and shit if that shit works it works i don't i don't fucking know i don't know everything you know what i mean i i just could not possibly see it working um and i and i believe this is a racist president i don't think a hug from kanye west is going to change shit but 
you know i also do know that he's a fucking egomaniac i'm talking about trump right now and he might respond to somebody kissing his ass in a way that i wouldn't be able to understand because he does a lot of erratic things in my opinion but uh, like i said it makes me more sad than anything than angry but i i do understand people's anger and i'm not trying to dismiss black people who are upset because i as i've said several times in this conversation i think he hurt a lot of black people and i think uh a lot of us are angry we're angry every day already yeah and and he's not helping with this so yeah he gets yeah me kanye he's not helping with this and he's cozying up to in our eyes probably the biggest antagonist of blackness right now and it's hard to watch i don't watch it because i can't watch it and i don't want to pretend that everybody else is bad for feeling a certain way about it you know evie says i admit i used to call taylor swift queen of the beckys now i'll just call her becky (laughs) (laughs) but no she can't come to the cookout because she could keep her bland ass potato salad to herself uh but i wouldn't be upset if someone took a plate home to her <laughs> good potato plate wrapping in aluminum foil right good potato for speaking up it may not be enough for some but if her speaking up motivated people to register to vote then i'm glad she did same yeah man i'm off that yeah i just want to win i don't really care about liking uh taylor swift or not like come on that's for some other people's shit and like i understand that uh, a lot of people don't fuck with her and stuff and i i'm probably just not up on game on whatever it is she did that's supposedly like really unforgivable in our community um but i but i also don't i I really don't care the same i'm not one of those appropriation people that gets mad about that shit so i'm not in the demo for you know whatever it is people got mad or you know she did something like that i'm not in the demo for um being mad because she her and kanye fell out and shit like that you know like i I just i'm not in the demo for it so i'm but i am in the demo for i believe people should get out and vote and you know hopefully we don't know but hopefully the motherfuckers that registered that were inspired by her were are worth were thinking i'm gonna go and vote democrat because it is um hopefully we don't know there's still probably mostly white people that did that um so you know may, hopefully they're young because young people do skew more democrat but i we literally don't know what the fuck her fans think you know and if anything i was just more scared by the fact that there are people that in this climate think they i wouldn't vote except taylor swift said to I, right that speaks volumes yeah like that's that's kind of the whole thing with the kanye shit that scared me was like oh there are people being influenced yeah like oh i maybe i was wrong like and, and i and i'm completely willing to admit that because i have an aversion of watching the dude i'm just like i'm gonna just ignore it and leave it alone same and but but apparently that's not most people so maybe there are people out there that they look at kanye and go i'm gonna do what he's doing i'm gonna think like he thinks and uh that that's really scary to me <laughs> um all right the poll was is tay tay invited to the cookout now uh i'm not black nine percent of y'all said that good job good job nine percent okay stay out of our shit this is science 45 percent of y'all said never i figured the number would be a little higher on the never but i feel you not yet maybe one day 24 percent 
so she got a lot of work to do i understand like somebody said she can she can uh park in the parking lot and watch him afar <laughs> can we play one song of hers no okay i'm sorry i turned it off uh yeah i guess for now 22 percent <laughs> yeah I, I knew not to put any affirmative yeses because none of us feels that way i love the cookout joke and i'm going to keep making it until 100 percent of you motherfuckers understand that the monolithic blackness that people espouse is bullshit and it's just a joke and until everyone can understand the concept is a joke the the cultural phenomenon of it is never going to have black unity and it's always just going to be something for us to argue about who mm-hmm. can and can't come right until all of you take the stick out of your motherfucking ass i'm gonna keep making these jokes until you just unfriend me block me don't listen to my podcast and don't be around me because i don't want that negative ass attitude around me anyway learn to laugh it shit ain't that serious can't taylor swift come to the cookout boy y'all be ashamed i to be ashamed <laughs> i've seen people legitimately mad i was looking at twitter and facebook like are y'all serious least that my mentions allegra says i just don't like taylor swift and it's purely a superficial thing for me i will always give people their props even if i don't like them i stand corrected good on taylor for being vocal and specific in her voice i don't want her in my cookout but good that she is on the right side yeah it's gonna be funny because um so much of why people didn't like her is because she stayed in out of shit and stayed in her lane which is funny because when so when you are silent people assume the worst about you anyway it's such a catch-22 right because if you come out and you say something then some people are going to disagree with you and hold that against you for the rest of your life and if you don't say nothing people just go oh because you're a republican oh because you you actually hate black people oh because you actually love it the alt-right uh people are fans of yours and shit like that um and then when she comes out she's like no it's like oh the, tr- the clues were there that she wasn't as well we just chose to ignore them because we don't like her she represents like white whitey mcwhiteness white privilege deluxe <laughs> she is like the whitest white privilege person right you know what i mean mm-hmm. like she just represents all that shit but you know like i said she i knew something was up when she did things that were really like 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 i said like the um kesha stuff and demi lovato was shitting on her and then people said well taylor did give her money she just didn't make a big deal about it and then demi lovato still went in and i was like this reminds me of so many people that had to go from my personal space because you got proven wrong and you can't even say my bad you said a lie about a person and you can't even you don't even have it within you because you dislike this person you don't have it within you to be like oh that's on me that's crazy to me i don't like that kind of shit i'm mm-hmm. i i do not want to be one of those people me either like i'm more than willing to be like i don't like this nigga but fuck man they did the right thing appreciate it right and keep it trucking right don't mean i'm gonna go buy your album it, it, and, and and you know it doesn't mean you're coming to my metaphorical cookout it doesn't really mean that it's just funny that y'all get mad about it so i keep doing it brooklyn shoebagger says i don't like taylor swift for no reason in particular although i do like a few of her songs listen shake it off mm-hmm. is a bop and anybody that tells you opposite is really lying to you and lying to themselves come on that beat go hard and it's really sad to see like that's when i know i can't trust a person if i say shake it off is dope and they try to tell me it's not i'll be like okay so you one of those all right no 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 it's cool we just can't hang out because i won't i would never lie to you Mm -mm. 
to to make a point i would never lie to you just so i can look better like you got it uh same thing with um when we had to give props to that uh what's that the opportunist uh Tariq nasheed mm-hmm mink that mink slide song was good come on that was flames it was good man like what that I was a bop what i look like coming on this show prior to myself on my honesty Mm-mm. and i play that shit and be like it's time <laughs> right catch hey. you like what i look like coming on here lying to y'all y'all gonna trust me after that because i wouldn't trust myself Mm-mm. that shit sounded good a bop is a bop i don't care who made it if, if i just played it at the cookout and didn't tell nobody y'all be over there t- fucking electric sliding to that shit mm-hmm. but who made this song baby <laughs> right <laughs> anyway uh i'm gonna need to see more i don't know allyship before we invite her yeah i i feel you it's not it's probably not gonna happen i i don't think she goes from not speaking at all to being super outspoken but maybe hey, you know what what do i know you maybe she'll surprise know. me maybe she'll surprise me because she was in there talking about systemic racism and shit i was like what who got a hold of you honey taylor you know about this so anyway laqueta says white women tend to fuck up public white women tend to fuck up in public she's human look how old bet got before she publicly fucked up dog bet midler had to i don't understand if y'all i was thinking about this i have never heard bet midler was problematic ever Mm-mm. and she might be i don't know but i've never heard it have y'all in the mm-hmm. chat y'all no. got some instances most people were saying she normally on point that means bet midler essentially made it down the field 99 yards like 75 yards like she made it to the red zone she was the first in gold dog she was like i'm going to die on some betty white shit where we all everyone walks around and goes you gotta give it up for betty white you know you gotta give it up for bed middle like she just said the right thing she just she never was in no trouble you know no scandals and just bam just she fumbled the ball just just uh, interception just dancing like freaky prance against the mountain come on they got fucked up and got fucked up man i said god damn man I, run, run running through the middle and they got popped like i like i, I know we're not supposed to feel bad when people fucked up but i i, I felt bad i was like look at this mother god damn you were so close i will room for you mm-mm-mm fucking up somebody's white woman fantasy team what's happening here and she doubled down before she did to like try to take it back shit i'm like you were doing so good then they got all the negative points i'm like yeah now you this is gonna stick with you for a long time because no matter like you gonna die it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how you die you will die at some point and some motherfuckers on twitter will be like remember when screenshot screenshot i'm like damn do you understand how hard it is to live a life as a public white woman and for us to have no receipts on you being fucked up that is very rare like we didn't even have the proposed receipts like with taylor it wasn't even necessarily like quote unquote proof sometimes some of it was like the alt-right likes her and she didn't say that she don't like them motherfuckers it was stuff like that this shit is bad midler and she ain't never even had that kind of scandal and we man she was so close so close there's a lot of niggas that love her and they just hurt their feelings happens every day man um but yeah it's it's a no for me just to be safe i feel you um i appreciate y'all answering my question and uh especially those of y'all that came in on the joke uh but i'm gonna be honest all those answers still kept it too serious 
these these are jokes guys there is no cookout everybody really acting like someone gonna show up with these tickets um <laughs> i already told you the ones that you've been handed out are revoked i know i know i don't put it in the machine well mm-hmm. i might as well keep handing them out then 1766 thoughts and prayers this is what we had jl covan on talking about his new album thoughts and prayers and his podcast making podcasts great again mm-hmm. um d ramsey ph does says five stars great shows as always i agree with jl covan the rock must learn to say no and stay and stay firm in his response like don't he that motherfucker take any movie he bought that money you could be like man. i ain't even mad at him you'd be like hey man i'm about to actually record a movie on my vcr he'll show up and be like uh, i heard you was recording a movie uh, i heard you was paying <laughs> michelle says i know i'm being petty but i've read that taylor swift is friends with kushner's brother so i'm confused remember this is the same person whose career was built on manipulating social media whatever made her speak up it must have been a big enough deal for her not to worry about her image anymore yeah that's the most cynical way of taking it probably uh, either that or she could just stop giving a fuck you know there's another thing where you get established you get enough money you get enough time and then you can start saying shit that you know you really feel or you just get older and you stop giving a fuck which i've experienced you know i think we look at celebrities like they different like they're these machines mm-hmm. but you know i think a lot of times people tell you what to and not to say and what not to do and you do it because you're young and these people have experience and they tell you shit like hey man don't don't delve into this topic you know is you got fans that are like this this and this you're gonna alienate your fans with this shit and you do that shit long enough you get rich enough it's like well i guess everybody was right i should just shut the fuck up and get paid um but i'm my guess is and i feel like i said this on the show and maybe it got ignored but i'm gonna say it again here my guess is between the kesha thing her being groped by that man and the, the backlash from that shit from her own people's white people come on mostly defending that man uh dismissing her uh and then the kavanaugh nom- kavanaugh nomination mm-hmm. that woke a lot of the eyes up. my guess is it got a bridge too fucking far she for was like fuck it i've had enough what you gonna do bitch i'm rich you can't tell me shit that's my guess i don't know her i don't keep up with her maybe it's just like you said some type of really calculated like like you know machinations that that she's gonna somehow come out of this as an even bigger star she actually is secretly republican it doesn't give a fuck about any of us and or herself and all that shit maybe it's what you think my my guess would be like what i said you know she just got a lot of white women were hurt by that kavanaugh shit in a way that they weren't hurt by any of the other stuff correct i'm not saying that's right either i think that's privilege you two years in you just now getting mad but but yeah i think a lot of white women were hurt when they saw like them put up a dude that literally was unqualified and had this rapey ass history behind them and they were like y'all women need to shut the fuck up and and these and he assaulted a white woman which is probably the most important part because if that would have been some sister up there if that been anita hill again i don't think they would have cared at all but something about seeing this established white woman that could have been their mother's come on are they sisters up there still having to deal with this shit because we let a groper in chief take office 
and you can't even trust you know your own people your own white women to have your back because they up there supporting this nigga i my guess is she felt motivated in a way that she hadn't been before the same way that i believe beyonce was motivated by the deaths of trayvon martin and michael brown and all that shit too like we are we're human we're all human we all have this most of y'all start talking about racial shit more and more as black lives matter and obama came around i know that's the truth for me like isn't this the and i've always felt certain ways about certain things but i was never as vocal about them and yes after a lot of stuff started happening and you know and i think once you realize you know shit can affect you but once the black lives matter you started seeing the marches you started seeing people upset you started seeing the videos that shit hit a lot of people because it's like these white women you could relate like a lot of people have to, i've come to the conclusion on a lot of shit people don't care unless they can relate right. so i don't care how you get to the uh answer as long as you can relate and your answer is us both going in the same direction fuck it i had to be like that about men and how men view women it's fucking frustrating that for some men the only way i can get you to realize a woman is another human being go what about your sister what about your mama you know all that other bullshit but fuck it you got here i I don't care like i I had to give that up because if you are constantly bashing somebody for getting there and then wonder why they don't get there and sometimes you can actually be a hindrance just bashing them a lot of people don't understand that either sometimes you got to be like i don't care how you got there as long as you got there come on let's go my thing is that once somebody gets to the point that they are willing and able to help you don't get mad at them for wanting to help you don't get mad at them for doing the shit that you fucking complain about all the time people complain all day long on fucking social media how they want white people to get their own and how they want them to speak to their own and how they want to stand up to their grandma niggas say this all the fucking time then they do it and you still got them complain what do you want from them yeah it's stupid because like i've seen people do the like white women gather your own taylor swift comes out hey my fans i'm a democrat we need to vote democratic and these republicans are trash bitch not you you know we don't like you come on what what you really what do you really want what do you like i don't know man like do you want to win or do you want to be mad like right because you can be a hindrance complaining like let's just win i don't give a fuck i want to win yeah like like i i treat it like math you know (laughs) one plus one equals two two plus zero equals goddamn two three Mm -hmm. minus one equals motherfucking two i don't give a fuck it all equals two just we're here let's go the other thing that i think is interesting is something you said um um that trayvon really was uh, a, a awakening point for you and an activation point for you there's a lot of niggas that that's true about they won't say it because now it's been eight ten years and they've been quote-unquote activated and they've been talking like this and they fit in their minds they've forgotten they weren't always like that you know there's a lot of people i know that have white friends and after trayvon they don't have white friends anymore come on you know i'm shit i had white friends um you know like i had didn't grow up with white friends but i had some i i collected a few okay mm-hmm. and like and 23 yeah, 21 years too yeah and we played fan they put me on the fantasy football and 
you know they were cool yeah. i wasn't like the tightest nigga with them i wasn't like going camping and shit with them not that there's anything wrong with black people that do that there's nothing wrong with that but i wasn't that nigga like i was like oh y'all going to the bar to watch sports i'll show up mm-hmm. and then i'll go home or whatever they would get drunk and shit i didn't really do that and the for me it was uh the election of trump because we had an email chain and they would just not be they didn't understand the danger Mm-mm. and how serious i felt about this man right you didn't racist. take it as a fucking joke right and 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 it it just festered to a point where i was like i don't really want to be down with any of y'all because i can never have this energy around me like you need to understand that, that i am deadly serious about the threat that this man poses to us and so um that like i was affected by that right and i think people act as if that only happens to them individually but no one else and we definitely act like that about celebrities but i don't think that's true i think celebrities see the news the way we see the news celebrities hear shit the way we hear shit and while they may have privilege or fame or what you know things that a lot of people are jealous of and covet they still human and they still get affected and this is what happens like sometimes some of them go okay i have to say something you possibly listening to this right now you probably used to be a person that didn't say something all the time and now you might be a person that says something all the time you might be a person listening right now and you you still a person that doesn't say something all the time some of y'all go to your jobs you say you listen to us because we make you feel like you're not crazy why do you feel crazy is because no one's going to just take what you say when you talk speak up at your job or in your social circles and understand because you're coming from a perspective that they don't really understand or respect so is it there's some bravery to this even in her position because she's going to lose some things right and people act like that that's not that's not a fact but that is right and i and the part that bothers me is i'm now in a position if we're gonna keep it funky and no 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 jokes at all i'm in a position of feeling like i have to balance the commentary for this fucking privileged ass white woman i don't want to do that but but i also do have a sense of levity and fairness within me that makes me want to be like hey this is like y'all kind of are tripping right now this is what you said you wanted let's just get what we want and leave and leave we don't actually like this literally no offense is her business i really don't care about her fans Mm -mm. or her like just vote the way we need y'all to vote and we'll be straight i actually don't care gather your own people and y'all go do your thing i don't want to like be involved right it really don't have to involve us actually you know you getting mad is not going to change the end result you know um and my thing is that uh when you think about the history yeah why people fuck up da 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 but some people are like i'm not giving a white woman credit for shit is it mm. the people out there i don't like white women why white women are, are just fucking terrible you know it's been a lot of 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 of, of black women who have had white women as really close friends they start talking all of a sudden guess what you ain't invited to the pocket no more you ain't invited to the family uh, gatherings no more all of a sudden you, you found know, out you wasn't friends right and you find out that that you are black again like you find uh, not again some people this is the first time but you find out that you're different you find out that you're black you find out that hey 
y'all don't really care about me and my humanity you don't really care there are a lot and i say this with love there are a lot of black women that i know who personally have been hurt by white women and it's happened in the wake of all the racial shit within the last 10 years like they have been hurt and they are carrying that hurt around and anything that happens they gonna bring it up and this is not that it's not valid it's very valid Mm -hmm. you know this shit is historic i've gone through this show before and broke down like yo this shit comes through slavery like white women's innocence at the detriment of black women and the demagoguery of black women and their femininity and 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 trying to strip them of that and try like it's an attack on black women every fucking day all day and it has been from the second that black women arrived on these shores you know i'm not even just talking about patriarchy within blackness i'm just saying from white women specifically this has been a rivalry it has been a war it has been whatever you want to call it um and it hasn't always been it's not and it's never been two-sided it's always been one-sided so there are going to be some sisters that are like i literally just don't like this bitch because she's white and that's and i understand i'm not even like right trying to convince them to like her or anything like that but i'm when i'm giving my commentary on it when we're talking about shit on the show i'm not gonna get trapped in that where i'm like nah fuck that we fuck this bitch somehow this ain't good either like nah you did the thing everybody wanted you to do bye thank you let's go moving on we're going to the next topic like we don't have to be like hopefully it's the last time we have to talk about this shit you know what i mean right, to be honest, right. i don't look forward to this like i saw the news and was like oh she did that good Look for her and, and and went on about my motherfucking life could have been that instead it was well what about if you look at it this way i don't really there's not really a way i, I want to look at care. this shit other than you did the you did the minimum thing that people ask you to do can we move on like good you know it's like it's like with jay-z's thing um coming out talking about toxic masculinity how it affected him okay you can either be mad at every black man that's ever been a piece of shit or we can be like okay finally one of them did the thing everybody wanted him to do he's doing the work he's talking about it, he's spreading the word cool you know do we have to tear him down too now like so that we basically make it a zero-sum game where if you do the thing we tell you to do fuck you if you don't fuck you because right. essentially right. i just want to say fuck you every morning like i don't want to be involved in that i don't need that energy around me so you know you did the you did the thing that people wanted you to do some people are going to applaud you because it's so rare that's how low the bar is right and, that's, and, the, that's and, life and, and you can't ignore that and i do understand uh the fact that some people are like uh which i understand some in the chat room say you should get you shouldn't get extra credit for the bare minimum but guess what a lot of people ain't fucking hitting the bare minimum and that's the problem right, right. if more people were hitting that if more people were hitting that line i could see you being more demanding on right. them stepping above it okay like i could see that but when you have most white people that are like below it and, and way below it it's like well damn dog it's like no you ain't a superstar for doing this i'm glad you're here i'm not gonna throw a party but at the same time i'm glad i feel like i'm just glad you're here yeah i, I like i said i get it i, I get it too. i do because it's like resentment and anger and you oh, know this is just what anger. you should do but my i've lived a life in america that's shown me that should is not should oh no it, it's never a given and so i personally the way i'm set up is like oh you so you're not gonna do the racist thing hmm wait you gonna so wait you actually gonna do the the not racist thing 
well thanks cool let's go like right. that's it it don't right. have to be like and then balloons came out the air it's just mm-hmm. kind of like cool you, no you ain't gonna get no confetti don't get me wrong like i'm not throwing a fucking party but i do understand and yeah but uh, but it's e- but the thing is it's easier and it's funnier and it's fucking um and you fit in with the crowd when you just go fuck this person no matter what they do that's the part that bothers me you know i don't want to let other people lead my actions to where i'm doing shit like that because that's not true to myself you know and it's hypocritical as fuck because they're gonna be somebody that you don't do this for and i'm gonna look at you and be like huh so in this case we need to hear cardi out okay like it's just interesting that we no grace no slide no no improvement no she could have learned no nothing genuine about this other person but this uh but okay for this okay it's different for them all right cool the amigo said that and now but that that's not homophobic okay cool y'all y'all cool y'all maybe it's because that's who you listen to i don't know what the rules are for everybody but i just want to be consistent for myself um but i understand y'all's petty anyway classic r&b oh, yeah, you oh, love yeah, yeah. I, I i do mm-hmm. too and before we move on one thing i want to say i think for me not only with trayvon martin i think for me the 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 thing that actually did the switch and, and, and you know it, and it's and and i guess growing up at, down south dealing with older um black people i always had an idea and sense like racism and, and the racial tension but when you're young and i know m- most of my immediate family uh was here at cms they went to separate schools and some of my aunts and stuff was here when the schools first got integrated they had to deal with the racial wars and things like that some of their opinions are gonna be very different than mine because me growing up i always grew up in school system where everything was mixed so but me you growing up i didn't really think anything of like race and racism truth be told until i got a little bit older but once i got grown and got into the world and started experiencing life it made my views change but i don't i truly think the thing that actually was the turning point Trayvon martin and uh when we was at the old place me and you i think it was me and you sitting there watching ferguson we was watching ferguson on tv and i seen the tanks and i seen just the way that they were treating people and it that's the thing that kind of broke my heart and made me realize oh this country as a whole I, I knew it but it's something about fucking seeing it like seeing it and it's not an old clip from 1952 it was it was like no 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 what i'm seeing is happening right here right now in my country which is something that motherfucker told me we had goddamn got over I'm, I'm just keeping it real it's like no no we're not over this shit like this shit right here is real time on my tv right now i see how you're treating my people and it broke my heart and it's something about that that was like you know what fuck it i got to say something yeah and i think what's interesting is that people don't want to admit that this was a process for them and that's the part that bothers me because on that we are the same right on that we all do have a similarity and a commonality that we could be talking about and bringing people in and 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 like commiserating over we could be doing that but we don't do that for the most part because everyone's looking at it like i'm on lap seven and you're on lap six so fuck your whole journey you don't know shit and you ain't worth shit you haven't caught up to me yet and it just to me it just ruins the whole thing Mm -hmm. 
so to see like you know and i understand we're emotional we're people in pain people i I get it but i feel like that's kind of whack because there are people out there who are obstinate who refuse to move who run the opposite race of you who run against the grain of you who really do want to see you die destroy and nothing good ever come to you and that there is some nuance there that where it's different than the person who's behind or the person that you wish would step up more or do better because some people will are willing to meet you there and some aren't when i see a sign that someone might meet me there i'm more of a okay let's see where this goes as opposed to a fuck you you didn't meet me yesterday you gonna try to meet me today fuck you right you know i'm not that person and the same and also uh for me too is one of the things too which a lot of people don't talk about and we and I, we kind of talked about it mm-hmm. where with all the black shit that was happening with you know Trayvon Martin and people dying in Ferguson for the first time a lot of people actually embraced their blackness mm-hmm. there were a lot of black people light skin dark skin and everything fucking in between it was like oh I'm a nigga too oh for real word yeah, word oh, oh my god I'm a nigga too like the reality right. of how the country viewed them sunk in the reality of i can't i can't get to the point where race don't matter i can't get to the point where i walk into a room i look at everybody differently now i look at my interactions differently now i'm more aware of how people interact with me and how i interact with people i'm more aware of how people perceive me you know and i think uh, for me, the same thing I said before, I don't care when you get to your blackness. As right. long as you say you black, dog, let's go. I don't care where on the fucking uh, color spectrum you fall. If you say I'm black, nigga, you black, I'm black, let's roll. And I think a lot of people in these circles, once they accept and wrap themselves around their blackness, and the thing about blackness overall black people love black people if you claim us we will even even to our own fault we will love you unconditionally as you know kind of mm-hmm. as a whole you know it, you know with exceptions to that and my thing is that i think for a lot of those people once they get into the groups they feel like well i've been hurt so now my job is to kick everybody else out of blackness and right. I, I have a, i have a problem with it's, that it becomes because a lot of them are coming from anger because they they've been either ostracized kicked out of whiteness or realize how toxic whiteness is so they run into blackness to protect them and wrapping themselves in blackness and they're you know i'm blackity black activists i'm blackity black uh selling this black t-shirt i'm blackity black my podcast is blackity black everything blackity black even though that's not how you know my life has not always illustrated that but it has in the last four five six eight years or whatever and so suddenly you become the you want to be the voice for black people and then the first thing you do is you try to turn blackness into whiteness right we're gonna group up and be uh we're we're gonna be as exclusive we're gonna kick people out of blackness we're gonna oh you're half black you're no longer black i need you to come all the way out and be this you know who else does that white people come on white people created the one drop rule yes they did you know like we do like i'm not gonna ever let some motherfucker turn me into what i hate about white supremacy but from a black perspective i'll never let it happen um if that's what people need to feel to protect themselves they can do that but i'm not those people Mm-mm. um and and i think um when you have that mentality of anger and hurt that you come from 
your first thing your first agenda is to be like these black people aren't black enough because you see yourself there right that's that's what when you look at those people that do that it's always somebody that i'm like yeah you 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 was kind of like that the rock gotta go because you used to be the you know the the person that felt like you were seen that way you know like you you didn't really embrace it in your enough for your taste you know um even when you see um even when you see people that try to like do this like i hate this shit i hate this shit but the people that are like i'm basically racist against white people as my blackness Mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. you know what i mean where it's mm-hmm. like i'm gonna be racist to this to to this white person in your presence or whatever because it's gonna seem like look how woke i am i was mean to a white person i'm like that shit don't move me Mm-mm. it might move somebody else but i don't get off on that that none of that is my jam so i'm trying to be myself and navigate that's hard enough to navigate the world as yourself is hard enough to be performing and on for somebody that that's too much um but yeah i I think we are a good example of because you know me (laughs) i've always been like some black shit what's this you know like you know i let me read this book let me watch this documentary let me see this movie i've been like that forever yeah i had to work into it i was like i don't know about this now yeah even after like trayvon you were still kind of like nope i don't want to see no movies i don't want to see no documentaries i was like that's hurt and pain and truth be told i didn't want to deal with it i didn't want to look it in the face i didn't want to you know because i knew the reality and because that's that's the thing about being woke is you're woke now so you're aware and you know but being aware and quote-unquote thinking you know don't mean you actually know but you're very transparent is my point you know i'm not like not i'm not trying to harp on it i'm saying people have watched your journey yes and people haven't watched everybody else's journey so some of these people are acting like they just popped out of the fucking womb put up the black power fist and told these honkies to kiss they <laughs> black ass and shit and it didn't like, know no no nobody's get nobody is there all of a sudden y'all know y'all watch me from being relaxed to having a fro so y'all been on a journey with me yeah so you know and not necessarily that that you know that's i'm sure that's some natural hair conservative black women and shit like of course I, like my point just being like it's a journey for everybody mm-hmm. and then we end up at these pivotal moments where somebody takes a step on their journey and when i see people turn on them and sign like but y'all said y'all wanted this right so i don't know what else to tell what you what do you really want you right got now, what you wanted and now you're still complaining right now i'm looking at you and going you didn't actually want that you just like being mad all right and all of a sudden you become the problem uh classic r&b lover says aside from jail voices hands down the best moment was rob becoming karen and not knowing who any of the white people are when it came to white people news <laughs> this is true this is true uh i mean when karen realizes that pat benatar is a woman as rod is calling pat a man hilarious <laughs> <laughs> fyi i'm gonna cop thoughts and prayers this weekend good for you we got a copy thank yeah, you James. He, he mailed us a copy yeah we got to sit in another room classic r&b lover says aside from jail's voice his hands down the best one oh wait i just said that uh kyle says listen to it on title great stuff now i have to check out his podcast good job mm-hmm. even uh keep in mind the righteous prick podcast not always a laugh right but uh making america make a podcast great again is 
uh and i only say that because righteous prick is sometimes sad and it's about his inner thoughts yes yeah, go, you're going through his personal journey right eve says i couldn't bear to watch this the menstrual show in the white house i never thought there would come a day when don lemon would be the wokest person in news television and kanye who once said george bush doesn't care about black people is shucking and jiving for a little racist as karen would say what is happening here come on yeah i didn't see it don't really want to see mm-hmm. it i, I think didn't I'm, see it either i think i would just be saddened by it mm-hmm. um and then the don lemon thing is very interesting because i've seen a lot of people welcome him back to the cookout and i really just feel like trump personally and so that dude and so he changed his brand because obama's out of office like it's yep like i think if obama was if hillary clinton was still in office he'd be like still telling black people to pull our pants up i, I don't you think don lemon's changed that much Mm-mm you know but good i mean he 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 also seems from what i've heard of him to not care right so uh who's more influential kanye west or taylor swift 74 percent of y'all said taylor swift and 76 said kanye west to which if, if that's the case then i'm glad that she came out as a democrat if he, especially if he's gonna be out here talking about being a republican and shit come on rockstar says um i would say kunye is more influential since he can rile up most of the african-american community with his inflammatory positions as well as be a beacon for republicans and racists that believe and regurgitate his ignorant messages not to mention he had two meetings with 45 side note i truly think kunye is butthurt that jay-z and beyonce got to hang with president obama obama wanted nothing to do with the tire fire that is kunye 45 on the other hand is a circus and always willing to put another clown in the show taylor swift seems to be trying to reach out to her younger fans the older republicans that seem to be trying to reach oh that denounced taylor probably weren't listening to her music anyway there's not enough honky-tonk in her music keep up the great work rod and karen thanks rockstar thank you and yeah i i, I do agree that um I, I don't agree that kanye is more influential necessarily uh but i do agree what you said about 45 just inviting him to the white house because he don't give a fuck and he likes a circus um so i i do agree with that part but uh and i do think that president obama calling him a jackass and making jokes about donald trump at the presidential at the uh press dinner um those things are probably what led to both of those dudes flipping the tables uh because they are some egomaniacs and that's before kanye and the the diagnosis and all that shit kanye always been very self-absorbed so um i do think that his music has told people that for years yeah i don't think they necessarily have political positions i really mm-hmm. think they just both went fuck obama what was he on well i'm on the opposite agreed uh laqueta says she's white that's true that's true <laughs> that's probably why she's more influential <laughs> i don't know um all right and lastly 1767 was our um walking dead review and we got four comments um gregory episode 1767 gregory gets the swing vote (laughs) um d ramsey ph dunn says five stars love this review i have missed um the rick and michonne show uh thanks rod for the reminder about the civil war and how the show ties into the theme of the episode daryl does not possess much in the area of inter and slash intrapersonal skills Mm-mm. and gregory ain't shiggity law says the lord put it on my spirit to chant herschel's daughter ain't nothing to fuck with uh heavyweight mm-hmm. says been listening to the show for a few years but this is the first time i've been able to listen to the recast as the season progresses rather than binging the recaps after watching the season on netflix a nigga grew up and got a tv streaming service ah 
for starters the yeah. new title sequence really is nice i like the nods to growth and new life like like uh so far i'm feeling optimistic about the new showrunner i'm guessing it was her idea to back off of the coup and go with more subtle dissolution of alliances i feel it's coming jesus would have listened to that plan agreed to it and then immediately went against it like he would must have done with the plan to kill all the saviors last season right oh like that's the thing i'm like why is jesus in this room because he know his ass ain't built for all this and yo white people love animals ain't no way i'm running up on a spook quarter horse so i I can risk my life to cut it loose i'm with you rod i would have had to be hella petty in that sit down with his parents no he didn't die for a broken plow he got himself killed trying to save a damn horse and we told him not to come on that's exactly what i would have said I'm, I'm also wondering with carol taking over for the felon sanctuary will we get the return of prison carol the carol that will will burn a few people for the betterment of the whole she was she was on one a snap her fingers and have half the savings dusted so the other half can live lastly a final fuck you to gregory when maggie stopped short with the knife i worried she still wasn't going to finish it when the camera panned up to his bitch ass tied there my heart leapt with joy lol keep up the great recaps listen oh he had to go i will miss that dude because he was so good at that role but he he needed to go because he was gonna continue to be a problem shout out to maggie eve says i already said it but i think this bears repeating for gregory bye nigga the poll was will ezekiel and carol make it to the altar yes they will get married or no one of them is dying before they can get wed karen what do you think i think they're gonna get married all right well you're in the minority 24 percent think they will get married 76 percent think one of the motherfuckers is dying before they can meet each other at the altar i mean this is the walking dead i understand that i'm trying to be hopeful right oh man um all right let's get to the emails tiffany writes in uh this is dr tiff who says reversing row hey rod thank you uh thanks to you and karen uh for simply existing you are amazing human beings and my favorite dynamic duo i want to suggest watching reversing row on netflix uh to you all powerful so many answers uh i guess it's about reversing roe v wade or something um yeah i'll i'll i love documentaries on netflix to be honest so I, I don't mind best, taking it yeah. out yeah I, if i can uh add it to my queue i'll check it out i got so much shit i'm behind on but i'm gonna add it Cavis writes in uh this is the note she sent with her donation but then she uh sent it back because it's like it sends it as one block of text and all this stuff ah, it was it easy to read it uh, yeah and it was really long so here we go i would have been playing i smile for like three hours uh, <laughs> hey rob and karen love the show i've been listening to the podcast since 05 and y'all were the only ones doing a show a day for free or otherwise so yeah y'all definitely deserve vacations time off pto sick days and a few other oh well fucking my bed needs me thank you you're welcome listen i'm taking that lesson to heart like anytime y'all be like we only got four episodes this week nigga sometimes i need sleep um but i wanted to say rod don't sleep on secure i really think it would be an amazing show think of it a crew a job environment where every episode or some someone's insecurity summons their inner petty and maybe even scheming energy and because they're insecure 
they try to place the drama on mrs secure yeah she is a queer woman of color lol besides seeing miss secure enjoy the best life maybe cracking a joke and willfully falling prey to her less than woke guilty pleasures we only see her when it's time for her to artistically sidestep the bs <laughs> from the non-secures or read them for filth about their fuck-ups and insecurities and if they uh, and if they're a friend uh, why they need to do better before she does the latest dance move on her way off the stage yeah i'll see my version of secure was not even that it's everybody on the show is secure i want a boring show right nobody was insecure i want everybody making the right decisions at, at all the right the time. time no drama Get everything works life. out no nothing bad ever happens and just so i can be petty and watch everyone tell me that show is trash is boring and they don't like it because i'm gonna be like but it's the perfect representation that y'all say y'all like come on you know i i won't look we got all this positivity it's like oh y'all realize something huh it takes people with flaws to make a show interesting because nobody want to watch people be perfect nope p.s i wouldn't say this kanye is a new kanye as much as i say it's an evolved kanye it seems like some people forget that evolution don't necessarily mean better no tea no shade after all the purse dogs used to be wolves kanye has been a part of that let's love uh racist racism um the type in its more extreme versions that argue it's a it's all our responsibility to have interracial babies forgetting that again because uh, of genetics some people will always be lighter or darker than others look at white people and their internalized racism how even if a movie has a good white person versus a bad white person plot the bad white person has dark or black dark hair black dark hair usually i like getting it in too but sex ain't always a solution lol that combined with the sexism that is particularly on display in hip-hop makes it apparent that he the type to love racist uh like when racists translate blacks are unfree and savage brutes um that's only good for physical labor to black people are just so naturally masculine that they're tough physical physically amazing in sports and their dominant nature is just what men do yeah it's strips femininity um uh, and maybe uh to some extent womanhood from black women but it also shows the slave owners house their slave side of racism that appeals to all import ego of some black men as it would most men that buy into toxic masculinity like kanye uh that dovetails into how black supremacy is often birthed by white supremacy and how many maybe men telling women to be delicate or weak as a virtue is a way to exacerbate strength differences to make rape and violence against women easier domesticating for domestic abuse so after the fact after the fact people can argue whether she was the bitch that drove him crazy or a slut but i've typed enough and i'm still trying to unlearn the nuances of sexism that was sarcasm in case the text don't translate it well uh a tangential example in his interview saying tiger should have got her while she was young don't get me wrong i understand part of it may be a coping mechanism like how i think religion is for many people but at the end of the day once it starts harming others and yourself you got to start addressing the issue even the whole rant about it was a choice is actually what many people including black people believe until the implicit connection is brought to their attention think of all the times people say stuff like life is what you make it therefore they made it slavery anyway sorry about the long facetious email rant keep up the awesome content that was a lot i <laughs> do not even know where to start with all that mm-hmm. um i think i got the gist of some of what you said I, i'm not sure i'm 100 percent on point with everything i do think 
if we're going to talk about kanye again for a second i do think he has always had these seeds um not about i don't know about the love racist part to Mm -hmm. be honest uh i didn't pick that up from him but that doesn't mean that it wasn't there um oh wait we got two more feedbacks let me see time all right cool but um i do think he has always been a very misogynist i think he has always been a person that worshiped at the feet of white women and white womanhood even when he said it was a joke he meant it we see by his actions that when you get on he leave your ass for a white girl and all this stuff like he meant that shit um and he went and did it um and i don't put it past him that he harbors some fucked up stuff about race because we all do come on um so yeah if you want to call it an evolution i don't want to get caught in the semantics of it right. sure i'm not i'm not really trying to i just feel like to a lot of people his racial awareness made them feel like well then he won't take this path i know i didn't think he would take the path that he's taking i didn't see make america great again in his future uh um, same and not from the dude that wrote slave ship not from the dude that uh made crack music you know i i don't know i just didn't see it coming and i'm not gonna be ashamed of that like if y'all felt it coming from a long time ago that's cool but i i didn't i didn't see it coming i just thought i think it's all sad and you know some of it i knew he would be problematic because most black men are problematic uh but i I don't know i didn't think this one threw me for a loop you know and i'm and i'm i'm okay admitting that um anyway and but but even if he wouldn't have never done this he still had issues before this issues with women issues with race issues with a bunch of shit uh tristan says hey rod and karen kanye is no longer i'm no longer outraged i jumped off the kanye train a while back the only thing that bothers me is the fact that he doesn't seem to care and notice how much his visibility is hurting black people being used as a measuring stick by white people is never a good look it isn't agreed i just think you don't care walking dead review i didn't realize maggie left her baby on the ground till you said it she was big mad when she told gregory you can't even kill murder people right i heard a silent you bitch <laughs> <laughs> after that happy after that uh happy that she hung his ass he needed to die nigga has to die i don't see a way around it maggie and daryl are not going to move on i wonder if this is going to be a maggie heavy season consider she has a new show on abc with jake from scandal could this be her last season she is trying to move on but i heard that they're trying to retain her so i don't know lastly i wanted to touch on your taylor swift speaking up and people being activated by the supreme court pick i understand what you guys are saying it's better that they got here than they didn't for me though i realized that my least favorite twitter threads are the today i stopped being a republican threads it should i've never seen a listen when i tell y'all mm-hmm. i don't have white people around me I, I don't mean it on some like i ain't seen that before performative either. shit that a lot of people do to tell you how woke they are like i would never have a white person no i just mean it coincidentally i don't have a lot of white people around me in general like social media wise i don't follow or read this shit i know i'm insulated in a very black circle i know i am i'm aware of that i know my opinions aren't really popular with the rest of the world Agreed. um even if they're popular among my my folks so all that to say i've never seen no shit like that and don't want to like i completely understand how you could be like it took you this long it is annoying like that's the thing it's annoying yes it is you know i just i don't i keep re-explaining myself i just hope people aren't getting lost in the sauce but this shit is annoying because you're watching someone of privilege 
explain to you what you already been telling they ass and what they should what you feel like is a lesson you never had the luxury of not having right so i do understand i don't want people to feel like it's caping i'm just saying that because i operate on this like i'm a black cishet man so i operate on this on this like at the intersection of i do understand and have certain levels of oppression and stuff that i feel but there's also times when i'm in the patriarchal seat right so i understand being that bridge and our white women are that bridge a lot of shit cishet black women are still that bridge mm-hmm. to be honest i've seen them say transphobic and homophobic shit and i'm like oh like how did you get here sis mm-hmm. but the point being um it does just because we are fed up and we got here already and we understand it doesn't change their journey into some like you know like fuck you then you know so i get it it's it is annoying i wouldn't read that shit if i was you i wouldn't you know if it really wasn't for the show i don't think i would have read taylor swift's fucking instagram post Mm -mm. you know like i make it i make it it's funny on the show to call her tay tay and shit but real talk i don't really fuck with taylor swift like karen's never walked in and heard me listen i've never heard any other songs than like shake it off and trouble Mm -hmm. maybe like, I don't even know if I heard that one. Check it off, been it for me. Yeah, like it's 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 mostly a joke, but in general, like if she wants to come over and and be like, I also don't fuck with Republicans. Of course, I'm down with that. What is, what's the uh, what's the other thing? Her stay silent or go? I am a Republican. I'd rather you be like fuck them. That's that is the ideal situation. So agreed. Anyway, I feel you. I've never seen those threads, and I'm sorry you had to see them it shouldn't take this long for people to get it it's fucking crazy i'm conflicted i'm not sure how to get past it now it's emotional man i'm sure when um when y'all hear men talk about like i had a daughter and i realized that the way i treated women i'm sure that y'all like eyes rolled to the back of your fucking skull like oh yeah that that yeah that yeah i had to like i said it's it's still something that irritates me but not as much as it did before because when men used that shit i used to get like a visceral like uh the anger would just en- engulf me like bitch what you yeah. know but that's kind of calmed down over the years it, it is what it is man like i under I've, I've i've been trying to just indicate that i do understand the other side of this and for mm-hmm. people that are like i'm too mad to get over it or to let it go it, that ain't you're not wrong but i don't have to join you in your anger is what i'm saying right like we operate differently you know and i say this even for shit that does directly 100 percent affect just me even in my own personal life i'm like i can be mad about this thing or i can try to find a way to move on from this thing because i can't i'm not the kind of person that can do both mm-hmm. and i think people need to be honest with themselves because a lot of people from the things i'm seeing aren't the kind of people that can do both Mm-mm. they they think they can like i've heard that i don't got to forgive i don't got to move on i don't have to do this and then i'm like you still bringing this up and you still stuck here it's been years it ain't it you you haven't moved on ask yourself a question you know what i mean (laughs) um but yeah uh she also goes on to say um y'all need to invent a pun award because tanner have you met my son tan has had me laughing all all week (laughs) thank you for the awesome shows uh thank you tk thank you and uh yeah man i completely understand and i'm you know i'm human too and i've definitely had it it, it just changes like someday there's times where i can move on and and i get it and there's times when i can't so 
uh all right last one oh shit we all almost at the break um Ooh. i'm gonna pause and go to the next session give me a second all right. all right so we're in the next session let's go ahead and get into the last email be touch right saying what up homie he says um hell rod and karen just a real quick email to say that i've really enjoyed this past week's shows as you all help make a little bit of sense of the le- and levity out of what is quickly becoming bizarre world and and a great big special thank you to karen for being a guest on the say something nice podcast this past week yes i had a blast with them yeah i, I listened to it uh it was it, it was it sounded like i had a great time and uh they talked about venom and uh but like a bunch of nerd stuff really uh movies and all this stuff like um i'm always i'm always impressed by how much research and shit b touch knows just I, in general i told him man he you, knows everything you be talking and all of a sudden he'd be like well you know back in 1952 they made that on an eight millimeter tape and you know back in 1801 the director died and another director took his place and they used a pseudonym i'd be like well god damn right. walking dictionary right he just throws some random it's like okay i would have never known that shit appreciate you right i was out here looking stupid you know but uh i'm like thank you the, the more you know right exactly. that's how i feel every time he talked like a star go across his head but yeah so um that uh but yeah that was an ex- excellent episode and it was funny listening y'all recap venom uh and he had a really good venom impression so that was funny <laughs> oh, i had a ball with them <laughs> yeah uh you two have been awesome both been awesome and i know your trip to california will be a great time great success best regards be touched thank you thank you yeah uh california man two weeks from now we'll be in cali in uc Ir- at uc irvine mm-hmm. um you guys are gonna want to check us out okay um it, the whole day is a podcast symposium so it's not just uh us Mm-mm. um but we are like the main event you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like we are the headliners i mean you know you know like, you, know, you know how we do you know like, bambi. yeah uh so you know we might you know you well, might see bad. us dr bambi i'm sorry I'm not, I'm not gonna disrespect your you worked hard for that baby dr, dr. haggins dr. dr bambi dr haggins actually. oh my bad my dr. bad that's like calling your next door neighbor like miss rashida or whatever like you know she she earned them degrees yeah you did although you know i feel like we should just change the whole paradigm because you know we say first name out of love down south we do so if we say like dr bambi that's because we see you as like like you a doctor mm-hmm. we gonna give you your but but like doctors in front of your name you, but you family too you know what yes, i'm saying like are, it's, it's like both right mm-hmm. but i feel i feel like maybe we should just change it to we we do the last names for black people and then we do the first names for white people you know like dr greg like from uh um love the series on netflix dr greg uh, ah! you know dr phil you know uh but yeah um uh we we are um gonna be out there um it should be fun mm-hmm. um i'm excited it's friday october 26 uh there'll be a breakfast at 8 30 9 o'clock um and then they gonna have microphone professors a live podcast at from nine to ten the serial effect they talk and discuss with isaac west uh responses by jim lee and jonathan alexander from 10 to 11 uh guest podcast is a trickle up effect how to succeed in podcasts while trying really really hard um with fran Torado, who's co-host of food for thought and moderated by jonathan alexander uh podcasting and the business of literature that's from 12 to 1 30 uh and then it's a lunch presentation uh why study podcast from 1 30 to 2 30 uh panel discussion with allison perlman uh isaac west oliver wang 
karen tongson bambi haggins sarah florini who we know we know sarah too mm-hmm. um and the art of conversation a workshop with mike gravagno uh host of writer's block co-host of superhero hour hour <laughs> oh it might be a typo superhero hour and ryan haley host of the oc disorder uh co-host of superhero oh no superhero hour hour that's right all right so then um the last one is guest podcasters independent unapologetically black and keeping it 100 that's 330 um the black gout tips and comedic social discourse and uh that'll be moderated by dr hagen so that'll be dope mm-hmm. um and then there's a reception from 4 30 to 6 and networking and stuff so i know some people are like y'all gonna have a meetup or anything uh we'll probably maybe hit up the reception if anybody's interested in us mm-hmm. i don't know signing things or taking pictures and shit yeah we'll be there just do it after the uh after the panel like let's let's just do it there so you see irvine on the 26th like i said the the event starts like it's an all-day event that starts at like eight in the morning and shit but our stuff is at uh three to four thirty so um and like there's directions to it and everything on their site yeah everything we posted everything across social media yeah so um yeah and i think it's in the humanities gateway ten thirty is what it's called the number ten thirty so uh all right was there anything oh we got a gift in the mail so we had a listener yep we had a listener um i just can't hold it all at the same time so we had a listener that um came to the live show and she was like uh they were like uh we have a gift for you and i but we was like we you know uh they was like i left it in my i think they said they left it in there some people's car car something like they're like so or their bags got lost or something Mm -hmm. right i remember somebody said their bags got lost well i didn't know this person came from fucking alaska i know all the way from alaska dog alaska shout out to you baby my god they got black Mm -hmm. people up there i guess they do we love you baby uh so it says dear rod and karen greetings from alaska i was in attendance at your first live podcast and it was everything i love and enjoyed my time in charlotte even experienced the nappy chef hey turn up yes yum i bought some gifts for you but wasn't able to get them to you please enjoy these treats uh from alaska uh thank you for the last uh i'll be at my yo i'll be at my desk trying hard not to die laughing tears your honest uh and positive thoughts and outlook and everything you make um that makes you me want to be a better person and strive to live my best life enjoy the treats and thank you your friend in fairbanks alaska uh and it says uh karen k-a-r-r-e-n karen pronounced like car in the garage um all right let me say this note Oh yeah, we put we put that. We got a drawer over here, y'all. Y'all send us cards. I, them them cards go back for years. I hold. I'm an old woman. I hold on to all y'all shit. I'm I'm be like a grandma one day. I'ma pull them all out. I remember when our fan sent this to us years ago. Y'all don't know nothing about this paper. Granny Karen, I am. I'm I'm be old. I'm be well. I'm gonna pull out them cards and start reading them again and start crying because we're gonna be on the thirtieth year doing the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> watch and see y'all so we got this calendar that was uh the aurora borealis uh i assume alaska's northern lights for 2019 i love calendars i'll be hanging it up you just save me buying one extra calendar i'm uh yeah, I always, we have them everywhere i normally have a michelle obama calendar oh that's a must we get we get one of them every year and now i will add this to one of the walls 
um we got blueberry bark which apparently is an original alaskan treat luscious creamy white chocolate mixed with sweet dry blueberries it's simply delicious and i will simply be having some come on then we got um salmon jerky mango chipotle flavor oh that sounds delicious salmon jerky this sound like how did it keep that from getting you sick how did it keep i don't know we got some alaska seafood coat uh wild silver salmon canned smoked silver salmon oh i have to get a recipe on that <laughs> yeah i don't know we put that in some uh <laughs> put that uh uh i had to find sort of put that in like some tuna fish uh salmon mm-hmm. fish mix i don't know yeah some salmon patties uh honey we can do something with that we got some peppered wild king salmon jerky eat like a grizzly it says on the back eat like a grizzly yeah you better the grizzly gonna eat you <laughs> moose nuggets which moose sounds nuggets. like sounds like uh what you would call moose turds but and the moose is smiling as if he did shit <laughs> and if you look on the back it is his butt <laughs> so i don't know why does it like one. a rocky and bullwinkle i don't know if i should eat this one but it's peanut butter filled pretzels oh i'm definitely eating this this moose's turds um we had wild alaska salmon dip from the alaska seafood company it's originally smoked just add cream cheese and friends so a lot of salmon in alaska apparently oh yeah we like salmon honey you mess around i'm gonna have me some chipotle flavored salmon patties and we're gonna be going to town down here we got a magnet from alaska uh yes it's going on my refrigerator yeah i got a refrigerator full of magnets i like magnets uh we got some blueberry hot cocoa from alaska with rich chocolate imagine plump delicious blueberries now imagine them covered in chocolate now imagine it with whipped cream up in the steaming hot cup of cocoa wow that's cocoa alaska's blueberry hot cocoa mix you won't believe how good it is no adventure is complete without the sweet treat of hot cocoa make it cocoa alaska baby we will Mm -hmm. we're gonna cocoa alaska it up and the last thing we got alaska gold nuggets which is birch cream caramels uh and they're all wrapped in gold shiny stuff oh thank you we got a piece of alaska and of course the arctic travelers gift shop where we got the where we got the bag so thank you man like y'all really uh be looking out for us man like mm-hmm. uh we y'all, y'all y'all keep us uh eat surrounded by snacks my whole house look like the candy lady house like we be trying all types of snacks, snacks i'll be trying like everything too so we do we trying everything thank you and that, that that means the world we y'all be bringing us a piece of y'all world and y'all don't know how much we appreciate it yeah so thanks guys we'll be back tomorrow also this week i know one of the uh episodes i had to go tell y'all the exact episode i had to look up the um direct message but i know that we should be having our crew from medium popcorn yes medium popcorn they are two niggas spoiling movies yeah uh so we will be um having them on the 15th monday okay so monday we'll have them on um and we'll we'll have a good time at 5 p.m all right so until then i love you i love you too